Chapter One of the Way of Perfection. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. The Way of Perfection by Saint Teresa of Avila. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton. Chapter One. The saint mentions the reason which induced her to found this monastery in such great austerity. When this monastery was first founded, for the reasons mentioned in the book I have already written, and on account of certain great favors I received from our Lord, whereby he gave me to understand how much he would be served in this house, it was not my intention to use such great rigor in exterior things, or to be without rent. Nay, I wish the house to be so established as not to want anything. But this I did as a weak and wicked creature, though certain good intentions influenced me more than my own pleasure. About this time I heard of the miseries of France, and of the disorders and havoc those Lutherans had committed there, and how rapidly this miserable sect went on increasing. This afflicted me exceedingly, and as if I could have done something, or had done something, I cried to our Lord, and implored Him to remedy so great an evil. It seemed as if I could have laid down a thousand lives, to recover only one of those innumerable souls who are lost in that heresy. But seeing myself only a woman, and so wicked too, and prevented from promoting as I desire the glory of God, and all my care was, and still is, that as he has so many enemies and so few friends, these last at least might continue good. I resolved to do the little which lay in my power, viz., to follow the evangelical counsels with all the perfection I could, and to induce the few nuns who are here to do the same, confiding in the great goodness of God, who never fails to assist those that are determined to leave all things for him, and hoping, these nuns being such as I had represented them in my desires, that in the midst of their virtues my faults and imperfections might have no force, and that thus I might be able in something to please our Lord, and that, all of us being engaged in prayer for the champions of the church, the preachers and doctors who defend her, we might, to the utmost of our power, assist my Lord, who has been so much insulted by those for whom he has done so much good, that the traitors seem now to wish to crucify him again, and not to leave him a place whereon to lay his head. O oh, my Redeemer, my heart cannot think of this without feeling excessive grief. What a crime is this for Christians to commit? Must they who owe you the most be always the persons who afflict you the most? They for whom you do the highest favors, whom you chose for your friends, among whom you converse, and to whom you communicate yourself in the sacraments? Are not the torments enough which you have already endured for them? Certainly, O oh my Lord, he does nothing who now separates himself from the world, for if men show such disloyalty to you, what can we expect? Do we deserve perhaps better from them? Have we conferred on them greater favors, that they should keep friends with us? What is this? What do we hope more concerning them? we who through the goodness of our lord are not infected with this pestilential scab they already belong to the devil by their own hands they have received a just punishment and with their worldly delights have purchased eternal fire their ruin they must be though my heart cannot help breaking to see the destruction of so many souls 
Oh, that the evil were not so great! I wish not to see more ruined every day. Oh, my sisters in Christ, help me to entreat our Lord herein, since for this object he has assembled you here. This is your vocation. These are to be your employments, these your desires. Hither your tears, hither your petitions must tend. You are not here, sisters, for worldly concerns. I laugh, and at the same time I grieve, at the things which people come here to recommend to our prayers to God in their behalf. I wish such persons would rather beg of God that he might enable them to trample such foolery under their feet. Their intentions, however, are good, and beholding their devotion, we satisfy their desires, though I am persuaded our Lord never heard me in these matters. For persons even request us to ask His Majesty for money and revenues. The world is on fire. Men wish to pass sentence on our Lord again, as it were, since they bring a thousand false witnesses against Him. They wish to overturn the church. And shall we lose time in praying for things which, if God should grant, we should have one soul less in heaven? No, my sisters, this is not the time for praying to God about things of little importance. Truly did I not consider human infirmity, which loves to be helped in everything? and it would be well if we could assist it in some way. I should be glad if it were understood that these are not the things which we beg of God at St. Joseph's, with so much earnestness. End of chapter 1